Hello and welcome to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today I want to talk about when you're watching Beast, starring Idris Elba. Now, I just want to start off by saying Idris Elba is a great actor. Um, I really liked him in this movie. I thought he did very well. I don't know if it's like my favorite thing he's ever done. You know, like so there's certain projects that actors do that you're like, that are iconic for you. And I think for Idris Elba, me, I just like, there's something about The Wire that really like speaks out to me about Stringer Bell because he was on that show and he does such a fantastic job in it. It's kind of hard for me to like, you know, I, I think he does a great job on that show. He also has uh, other great roles as well, but in that role in particular, I felt like uh, really captures Idris Elba very well, especially as like um, maybe a American, you know, in, in a sense, because he's not American. But anyways, he did really well in this movie. And the last thing I saw him in was that uh, Suicide Squad movie with um, James Gunn directing. I thought he was great in that. So to see him go into like fighting a lion you know, or, or to take his family to the safari was a big, a big leap. And I have to say, he did a great, he did a good job kind of like with what he was given. I mean, the, the whole point of the movie is like him versus the lion, right? That's kind of like, that's what we're all here to see. That's what we want, you know, but there's buildup and there's characterization and there's other stuff. And I thought he did good with what the script was and with what the story was supposed to be and, and everything. And it, it was really well done. I also heard that before the, like they were casting people for the uh, movie and Idris Elba was already on. And so they were doing screen testings and his daughter auditioned to be his daughter in the movie. And she didn't get it. Like that is so, that's so funny. And it's also kind of like perfect for this. Cause it's just like, I don't know. There's something about like people who have, Hollywood actors or actresses who have like kids and then they start doing movies and you're just kind of like well I mean somebody else could have gotten that role you know you're stealing jobs from other talented actors because you want to you know pass down to the next generation but for the most part the actors that do like the the actor's child that does go into acting does pretty well I mean given the resources I guess but <clears throat> you know so I thought it was really funny that like his daughter didn't even get the part. And that's what the whole the whole movie's about family and like who who do you have with you and who do you love and it's about coming together. And it was really funny to hear that his daughter didn't even get the part. I thought that was crazy. Other than that, I think uh character-wise for Edris Elba, he did a good because the way his character oh, spoilers for the movie. Spoilers, big spoilers. If you don't want to be spoiled, go watch it uh, and then come back and watch this. But spoilers for the movie. Um, <clears throat> his character's a doctor and his wife dies of cancer. And they were going through a divorce at the time. And he was like questioning his doubt as a father and as a husband, whether or not like, you know, how did he miss the signs? How did he miss like, oh my gosh, my... My, my wife, my ex-wife or whatever, she has cancer, you know, and he's going through a divorce and that took a toll on his two daughters who are like grieving because their, their mother passed away and they were just like, oh boy. And then Idris Elba decides, you know what, let's go on a safari. 
That's what we should do. Uh, your mother just died of cancer, and we should go on a safari, a relaxing cruise to, to, to Africa, because she's from Africa, and they think that it'll help get them closer to their mom. But it was just like, give them some time you know, to rest and to grieve. I don't know if a, a trip is what we need because there's so much tension. There was a lot of tension. There was a lot of buildup in certain moments and certain scenes where you just like felt like nobody was happy. Everybody was just kind of like, uh, what's going on? And I don't know. I think I think that part kind of gets glossed over a bit later on because they do get attacked and they're out there and they're trying to survive and they're like, what's going to happen to us? I don't know. And there's a moment in the car like uh, they're trapped or like they, they put the lion to sleep with a, a tranquilizer dart and they're like just camping out in the car and I'm like, move, like get going. Like this is your opportunity to like run away or to find shelter, help. You know, you could get walking. You got, you got time. But they instead stay with the car and there are moments where they like kind of reconcile and everybody comes back together, but it just felt so short. I didn't feel like a proper resolution which I guess the proper resolution that the Dodgers would want is that their mom is alive and the, the parents get back together. But you never know. You never know these things. And the daughters in the movie, so for what it's worth, the daughter who got the role as Idris Elba's daughter, she did really, she did good. She did good with what she had. Uh, I think she showed a lot of emotion. She was like the only daughter that was really like, her mom was the only thing on her mind. Like that was... Not that the other, like the younger one didn't, but she wasn't, she wasn't trying to get stuck in it all the time, you know, like the, like the older one was. Like she just kept on trying to attack the father, the older one. And the younger one was just like, yo, you, you need to chill. You got to stop talking like that. And, you know, at the wrong time, there's certain times to do it and other times not. And that was, that was kind of weird that she did it there, but you get it, you know, she's, she's hurting and she's like. I wish I was more connected with my mom. I wish I had more memories with my mom. I wish I could, you know, get back what was lost or taken from me. And, you know, divorce is already difficult enough, let alone cancer. And then, like, them going through the process of divorce and cancer, it's like, it's a lot to take on to the kids. And then, eventually, the passing. And then, like, what's your relationship with your dad? You know, how does that all come into play? How does that all work? And so the younger daughter, I felt she was a genius in this movie. She, I mean, there's something to be said about like these younger kids that just get it. Like they get to the root of it, you know, like there was that uh, funny video of like all of these parents like talking to their kids and they're like, listen, I got to go fight somebody and I need you to fight their kid. And the kids are just like, I'm up for it. I'm doing it. You know, like these younger kids just get that action is needed. You know, they understand how to be smart, you know, for all the talk about how technology makes us dumb and it like puts us back. Like in this movie, the young one is the one that kind of shows us that like there you can, you know, be smart and young at the same time. You know, it doesn't have to be binary. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It's you can be both. And she does a, a really smart thing. The youngest one, she puts a dart, a tranquilizer dart, right, because they're supposed to. In the scene, in the sequence of the event, the, the, the lion is attacking Idris Elba. They're, it's attacking the car. And they crash, and now they're stuck there. Idris Elba gets out of the car to... Well, not out. He comes out of the sunroof, right, to shoot the lion with a, a tranquilizer dart gun. So he has to load it, 
and then shoot the lion and then it'll pass out, you know, so that they can get away. Well, what ends up happening is the lion gets on top of this cliff and jumps onto the car and Idris Elba falls to the ground and the pistol, the, the gun, lands on another side. So you're just like, oh my gosh, this is like so dumb. Like, hold on to the gun, you know? So he's he's he goes underneath the car where the lion's like scratching and trying to grab him. And you would think like when the lion turns around, you reach for the gun as quick as possible. But what ends up happening is Idris Elba is a dumb doctor, right? He has a doctor's degree, but he doesn't know that when the, the the beast, the lion, goes to the other side, you go grab the gun. He doesn't know that, right? So he gets the gun and he misses another shot at the lion because it's trying to claw at him and it's scratching him and whatnot. And then finally, the youngest daughter gets, you know, one of the darts from the car and the lion's like scratching and it's trying to get Edris Elba. And then she just like, bam, wham, right on the ass, right on the ass of that lion. And... When I tell you that lion felt it like right off the bat and she was just like, yeah, you know, she was like, I did it. I did what I needed to do. And the lion's like, oh, you know, it's just like, it's kind of like, oh, you know what I mean? And you're just like, that's what we thank you. Like, couldn't that be that would have been a lot easier had. Well, it would have been a lot easier if Idris Elba had shot him in the first place. It would have been a lot easier if he had grabbed the gun early on and didn't miss another dart. And then it would have been a lot easier if he just stabbed it into himself, you know? That way the girl never gets in any trouble. But, hey, it's a movie. They got to build tension. It's got to be suspenseful. And the sequence was great. I mean, it definitely was just like, it was like, come on, like, do it already, you know? You, I always have those moments where I'm just like in the theater, like in the actual theater, I'm just like, like, we know that you're going to live, you know? There's, there's more story, but like, Come on now. And I felt like in that moment, it was really just like women power. You know, the girls, the girls really save the day for the most part. And, and, and on the other note, the, the oldest daughter, she was out trying to get um, this white guy, you know, the white guy in the safari who was like showing them around Africa, you know, who's a friend of the mom and uh, who introduced them to the to Edris Elba, the mom to Edris Elba, and that's how the family was, you know, born. But it was just so cool to see that the girls were taking action and they were like doing stuff to like protect the men. That thought that was really that was a really nice uh, perspective, and that was really smart for them to put into the story that the girls are like stepping up and they're saving the day. And women, you know, I thought that was really cool. Uh, but this white guy, I mean, first of all, he he goes into this village, right? He goes, I said spoilers, right? This is this is spoilers. So don't listen to me talk about this movie if you haven't watched it. Or if you don't care, you know, I you know, whatever. But anyways, the white guy, he's like going through like some of the villages and he finds that they're completely dead. Everybody's dead, you know? And there's this lot, and he's like, oh my gosh, it was like an animal of some kind. It was something. And it was in that moment, you kind of just go like, your first priority has to be protect everybody and go somewhere safe, right? Because there's nothing you can do for them. They're dead, you know? But what he ends up doing is he just goes off alone in search of the lion or of whatever killed them. And you're just kind of like, what is going on? You know, you're just, nobody in the his nobody in horror should ever look for a problem. Nobody in horror should ever look for a problem in any situation. 
Because when you look for a problem, all you find—I mean, you're on your own. The guy didn't bring Idris Elba. He didn't bring any of the girls. He didn't bring backup. The the radio that they're talking to and communicating with doesn't work in the car. So they have like walkie talkies that sort of work. But at the end of the day, the man went on his own and he got his leg torn up. It was completely clawed. And he's just like, he's about to pass out from the pain. And it just, oh, but he's a doctor. So he's like telling him, all right, I need you to, I need you to cauterize the wound. I need you to heat your knife and I need you to place it over the, uh, the wound. So that way it'll, you know, it'll close up and whatnot. And he does it. And you're just like, oh boy, this is like so, so much, but necessary. So he's about to die, but he's also like alive and the daughter goes to save him. And then you're just like, what an idiot, huh? He gets back to the car and they just wait it out. They're surviving on like half water bottles and they're just like, what's going on? And then wouldn't you know it, the guy they just saved gets into trouble again. So what ends up happening in this moment is there's this big controversy about what this white guy does. And a lot of the poachers in the safari are being hunted down by him. So what he does is he protects the, the lions. He protects the, the animals in the reserve or, you know, that live there. And what he has to do is he has to hunt down these poachers and stop them from doing what they do. And the poachers, they don't like him. So that's, that's essentially the story, right? That's, that's what he does. That's his job, how he lives his life. And the girls are questioning him. They're like, are you a poacher hunter? Do you like kill poachers? What's the deal? What, what are you doing out here? And he's just like, I protect the safari. I'm a man of honor. And so eventually they get found by these poachers. You know, they're in the car. They're, they're trying to survive from the lion. The lion's supposedly passed out. It's nighttime. And they're like, oh my goodness, you found us. Ed Zubba gets out of the car and he's like, ah, oh, thank goodness. Like, I'm, I'm here with my family and I got this guy in the car. He's almost dead. We need to take one of your trucks and we're going to get some help. We're going to go out there. We're going to be fine. You know, we found salvation. They open the back of the truck and they see the white guy. And they're like, oh my gosh, white devil. You know, they're just like, oh my goodness, this guy. They point their guns at him. They point their guns at everybody. The girls, Edris Elba, and he's like trying to calm the situation down. They're like, he's the poacher killer. He's the, and that, so he ends up making the whole situation worse. And you're just like sitting there like, oh boy, if this white guy was just upfront about what he does, then they wouldn't have asked these poachers for help, right? They wouldn't be in this position, you know? But I get it, you know, poachers are bad, he's good. So he's in the right, but in that situation, it's just like, you know, it's all messed up. Anyways, as they're about to like kill this white guy, the lion, boom, takes out all of the poachers, right? They all start fighting, the poachers are shooting their guns, everybody's all over the place. And Joselba goes to the car, he gets the white guy, he carries him over to another truck, and then from there, the lion's just taking out every single one of the poachers piece by piece, just completely. And this is off camera. You don't see any of it, which is, you know, I think is, is pretty good so that way you stay with the characters. But when you see it, they get to the truck. And you're like, finally, like, hallelujah, like they're out of here. You know, the, the poachers get eaten and, and, and they die. And Idris Elba and his family and this white guy, they live happily ever after, right? No, they, the guy was actually smart and took his keys with him. He took his keys out of the ignition and left the truck. So now Idris Elba's like, oh boy, now I have to go get 
the key from this guy and you're just like, what is going on here? So Idris Elba leaves alone and he just like, nobody, you know, in the, in the movie, he's like, I don't know how to hot wire a car. It's like, well, learn, you know, th this is the chance to, to really show off your skills. And you're just like, well, I guess not everybody knows how to hot wire. Um, I don't in particularly know how to hot wire, but I feel like I'm a quick learner. And, uh, once you, once you're there, you just kind of like figure it out. You know, you figure it out as you go. You don't really have to like know it. You just like cut some wires, you tangle them together and then the car starts, you know, that's, that's what you do. That's how it is. But anyways, he goes in search of the lion. And I gotta say this lion, this lion is crazy from the opening. You knew this lion was going to be absolutely insane. This lion, I mean, worse than Scar from the Lion King. Worse than Mufasa when his son is in danger from the hyenas, you know? Worse than Simba on Pride Rock and there's like fire, you know, worse than that. This lion is straight up evil. This lion, well, he's getting payback. I'm not going to say the lion's evil. The, the lion's getting payback because of these poachers. And I respect the poachers dying. You know, I respect the lion getting, you know, getting his... His vengeance. I like it. I, I actually enjoy that part. But when it comes to Idris Elba and the family and the kids and everything, leave them, you know, leave them alone. So as they're doing all of this, right, Idris Elba, on his own, gets up and he goes and he gets the keys from the guy. And he's swimming in water. And there's a moment where he's kind of like going to be found by the lion in the water. And he's like, has to stay really quiet and and silent and then the girls the girls don't understand silence is key in those scenarios because i mean it's dark it's night everything's quiet the the safari quiets down and so they start talking onto the radio and they're like dad where are you dad dad i i need to know where you are all of a sudden like at the most random inop inopportune time i have to know if you're alive or not i have to know you know like you just talked to me like five minutes ago but now all of a sudden i feel like i have to talk to you on this very loud radio while you're in the water and you're just like come on can can anything go worse but eventually the lion doesn't find Idris Elba in the water and he gets back to the car and he's like all is well again we have survived we've made it and it's at that moment they get attacked yet again and the white guy that they just saved the, the girls just saved this white guy right and He's trying to fight the lion off. He's trying to protect the girls. The girls get into the other truck. He's in the old truck that's already crashed and destroyed. And they're on like the edge of this cliff thing. All of a sudden, the lion jumps in after the white guy. And the, the car flips. The car takes a straight dive down. And as it takes the straight dive down, this white guy, instead of trying to crawl away or do anything else you know maybe wait a little bit he blows himself up he the lion's like creeping into the car granted his only options were to like be mauled to death or blow himself up um in that moment i think i would choose to blow myself up too but like when i was watching it 
you know, at the time I was just like, this guy, just like, come on, can't you do, like, there's literally so much you could do. You could try crawling away. You could try throwing glass in its face, you know, anything else other than the last resort, you know. That's that's the last resort. You do that at the last. That's not the first thing. You pull out your, your lighter and then you go like, yeah, blow up. But the lion's in there and the lion gets burned. The lion burns up. It just... And the, the lion survives, and he doesn't. So he's dead. The car's exploding, and Idris Elba comes back with the keys to the truck. He's like, where is, where's my white dude? Where's my, where's my guy? And the Dodgers are like, yeah, well, you see, the, the car flipped over with the lion, and he blew himself up. So, you know, life happens. Life is crazy. So as they're driving, they're trying to get back to civilization, to anybody that can help them. And Idris Elba drives to, like, this school, this, this school that they have out there. And he's hopefully he could find like any medical supplies because his oldest daughter kind of got scratched and it's a pretty, I don't know how deep the cut was, but she got scratched. She got hurt essentially. And they're trying to like help her before she like bleeds out or anything. So they get to the school and what do you, when did you know it? Like you have a lion on the loose trying to kill you. And what do you do? You don't close any of the doors. You don't close like... You don't think to barricade yourself in this fortress. You can just go in there and you like leave everything wide and open for the lion to come in, which is what exactly happens. Idris Elba separates from the girl so he can find like medical supplies and anything else he can use. And then the lion comes in and the, the Dodgers are like, oh my gosh, we have to be quiet. We have to sneak around this crickety old school and not get killed and eaten. And you're just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Eventually, Idris Elba comes to the rescue with a gun and, and everything. And he's just like, listen to me, daughters. I'm going to fight this lion. And when I fight this lion, I need you all to stay in this cage. And the girls are like, what are you talking about? We're not going to be leaving you, dad. And he's just like, listen, I'm going to fight this lion. I'm Idris Elba. I have hands. So he gets out there and he leads the lion to like this pride this other lion pride. And what they essentially do is when you're a solo lion, your only option to get in, invited into like another pride or hide herd or whatever of like lions, um, you have to kill like the, the leader and the leaders aren't going to let that happen. So Idris Elba leads him over there to the other lions and he's fighting the lion, right? He's like, yeah, he pulls out a knife. He's like trying to stab it and kill it. But he's getting killed to death. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie The Revenant. Spoiler alert for that movie as well. If you haven't seen it, it's with Leonardo DiCaprio. He won an Oscar for it. Um, he gets attacked by a bear in that movie and The Revenant. The, the bear attacks Leonardo DiCaprio. And in this movie, very, very similar. He gets attacked by this lion and you're just sitting there like, oh my gosh, like, could the other lions like pick up any social cues from this? Couldn't they just be like, yo, yo, it's Idris Elba. He can't die. You know, I really, in that moment, I wanted them to be like in the live action, you know, the live action Lion King with Beyonce. Yeah, I wish they just started talking. Like Childish Gambino, Donald Glover just starts talking as one of the lions, the computer-generated lions, and he just says like, yo, you can't do this to Idris, and then he starts eating the other lion, the, the, the lion that's been terrorizing them the whole movie, which is what ends up happening. The other, there are two male lions, and they go and handle the, 
the other line. As Idris Elba is bleeding out, he's scratched to death, he's bitten. They, he eventually, in that moment, the the other members that were working with the white guy, they come in and they help. You know, they find Idris Elba, they find the girls, take them to the hospital, and. Idris Elba wakes up in the hospital and is like, oh my gosh, my daughters, I fought a lion, you guys, and we're never coming to Africa again, you know? He's just like, man, this is crazy. And I think the overall the overall theme of the movie is about family, and it's about, like, um, kind of like fighting for what you love. You know, this lion... This lion, as evil as it is, is like just lost his whole herd, his whole his whole pride of lions, right? They got hunted by the poachers and they're dead. So now he's on his own and he's like, I have to avenge the things that I love. And like humans are the bad guys. I'm not the bad guy. You are the bad guys. So I'm going to kill all of you, which, you know, isn't a bad plan, but geez, it's, it's brutal. And in the end, he dies. The lion dies, which is like sad because he's not doing anything in particularly wrong. You get it. You know, you understand it. But you're just kind of like, man, it sucks to be that lion. And then you just see this unity of family. Idris Elba and his daughters are closer than ever. They just, they just experience like the craziest thing. They've experienced death. They've experienced loss. They've experienced great trials. You know, wounds, scars that will never heal, much like their mother passing away. But they got through it. They, If they could get through that, they can get through anything, you know. And I think that's what the movie's trying to say. I think it's what it's trying to spread. That's the, that's the message of the whole movie. And I like it. And Idris Elba fighting a lion is pretty pretty cool. I would, I wouldn't fight a lion, but if it was like a movie and they were like, it was a guy in a motion capture suit or like a green, like a morph suit. And he's like pretending to be a lion and attack me. I'll fight that guy. You know, I'll, I'll definitely do that. But I won't fight a real lion. But other than that, the movie was, it was thrilling. It was pretty, you know, you're like, you're yelling at the screen, but you're just kind of like, I get it. I know what they're doing here. But you just want to see Idris Elba fight the lion. That's all you... You just want to see him, like, punch it, kick it. You know, you want to see him go toe-to-toe with it. Martial arts it, you know? Like, hit it with the elbow or something. But that doesn't happen. It's just straight up him with a knife trying to do anything. And the lion just, like, crushing him, biting him, clawing at him. And you're just like, ooh, that's... You know, I, I'd be dead already. But he somehow survived and lived on and has his daughters and yada, yada, yada. I mean, if that ever happened to me, my family would never hear the end of it. I'd be like, listen, everybody would hear it. That's a great story. I fought a lion and survived. Not a lot of people can say that. That is that is crazy. So that was the movie Beast. I, I definitely, you know, I had a good time with it. I wouldn't say it was like the greatest thing I've, I've, ever, I've ever seen, but... It's definitely fun. It's cool. So at the end of the day, Lion, you know, Idris Elba fighting each other. That's the movie. And it was fun. It was really cool. And uh, you guys should definitely go watch it. Check it out for yourself. See what you think. You know, I know I've kind of like described it in one way. Maybe you think of it another way or whatnot. But that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, go watch Beast starring Idris Elba. It's a... Uh, 
it's a it's a thrill, thrilling, thrilling nail biter. You're sitting there, you're just like, what's gonna, you know, how are they gonna overcome this throughout the whole thing? And you're kind of like, what would I do in that scenario? And I like that. I like it when I can like be frustrated with it because it's like I would do everything correct. But yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. Take care.